Yes, please, is attempt an attempt to present an open scrapbook that includes a sense of what I am thinking and feeling right now. But mostly, let's call this book what it really is, is an obvious money grab to support my notorious online shopping addiction. I have already spent the advance on fancy washcloths from Amazon, so I need this book to really sell a lot of copies, or else I am in trouble. Chop, chop, people. Hello, and welcome to episode 426 of Under the Cull of MS, a previews of upcoming goodies that are coming out in the comic shops in the future. And that was a quote by Amy Poehler talking about her book that was coming out, which I believe is called Yes, Please. (coughs) Got a little scratchy throat going on. Never fails. Something's got to start every time I start doing my pod. I noticed I don't have as many issues when I'm doing it on video. So I'm going to compare this weekend, play around with the video and see what happens. But usually when I'm doing a video, I don't have as many problems as I do when I'm just doing it normal, the audio version. All right. Got a few more comics we can talk about today before we talk about goodies that you can buy from the comic shops. Starting with Inkblot number 13. Now, this one gives us kind of a settling to the story, kind of shows us a person that's kind of like above the seeker and talking to the seeker and trying to figure out things with the seeker. And while this is going on, we're kind of going back in time. It's like... I guess we're not really going back in time. We're just get getting getting some past storylines. It looks like that are linking into the current storylines. It's like we're going back to the seeker's past, more to her training periods. We're learning more about the void and the cat and all that's going on with this whole storyline. And I don't know. They do invite us to join them on the path. And the path may not be direct. It is led by a cat. But uh, I don't know if this story is going beyond this. I don't know what their plan is with this whole thing. I would have liked to have seen it end better with issue 13. Some of the things I feel were part of my opinion about how this cat dealt with everything. And how people dealt with the cat. 
is coming to fruition here. And we're getting some other answers about the past. But I don't know. I feel like that's the last issue that I have pre-ordered. So I don't know if they're going beyond the 13. Well, let's see. I will have to let you know when I come up with it. Then we got Star Wars Life Day. I uh, bought two different covers for this. And then I still had one that was still coming, but it never came. So I bought the other ones at a store so we could talk about it for the Crimson Color Comic Club. But then I came, finally got my other issue with the Princess Leia cover. So figure what the heck check it out again it was a fun story way better than the original movie <laughs> uh, star wars life day as the galaxy recovers from the dark days of imperial rule the wookie tradition of life day has spread far and wide it's a celebration of love and unity where differences are put aside and the citizens of the New Republic face a brighter future together. But not everyone is full of cheer. Captain Han Solo, formerly of the Rebel Alliance, has lost the Millennium Falcon and is on the run from the notorious criminal organization known as Kanja Club. A call from an old friend takes Solo and his longtime co-pilot Chewbacca to Black Spire Outpost on Batuu, where Life Day festivities are in full swing. But where Han Solo goes, danger is never far behind. This is fun seeing a whole wider verse of the life's the star wars life day celebration how it became how these ornaments became a big part of it how they almost destroyed everything along the way and seeing han chewy leia r2 c3po you're seeing a lot of the a lot of the gang dealing with the festivities setting up the festivities and helping them find stuff they need for the festivities and all the interesting little events that happen while setting up and planning for the festivities and what these little ornaments have to do with everything it was just so much more fun than the original movie. Uh, they did a wonderful job bringing this in and actually making Life Day probably more interesting to people along the way and maybe getting some people into those things, pulling them into it. But, yeah, it was definitely worth checking out. If you, uh, even if you were disgusted by the original Life Day, I say check this comic out. It's a way better story, way more enjoyable. And it's a great Star Wars uh, storyline, too. So, 
You get a good variety of your favorite characters in there. Uh, let's see. You got a couple minutes yet. They got any weird news that's been going on. Oh, this week we got to celebrate in Wisconsin, I guess. If you're a piece of shit. Because we had a 14-year-old girl killed, I think it was on Monday morning or Sunday night. Uh, Might have been Monday, Sunday or Monday night. Overnight. But a 14-year-old girl was killed by gun again. And it marked our 100th homicide in Milwaukee this year. (laughs) And the Department of Justice is using that as an excuse to crack down on gun trafficking. You got to wait till you have 100-some homicides before you're going to crack down on something. You should be cracking down on the shit from day one. You should be cracking down on this shit before it happens. I'm still not seeing cops out patrolling certain sectors, certain neighborhoods, places where I'm hearing every morning when I wake up that there was a homicide or gunshots or people injured from gun wounds, whatever. But I don't see these cops patrolling these areas day or night. At least put a presence out there. I mean, what the hell? Why not? I don't know. I rewatched The Amazing Spider-Man on Netflix. I always... It was one of my favorite Spider-Man films due to the fact that I love the way the director focused on using the spiderweb technology. It's like when he's down in the sewers and he just lays out the whole spiderweb to try and get the catches prey, listening, trying to hear where his prey is. I just love how they did that with the spider web. You didn't didn't see stuff like that in some of the earlier movies. And now they're finally taking advantage of that. And you should. I mean, it's a huge spider aspect. And the webbing, it's just, it's so incredible what spiders can do with their webs. I just, I I obsess with it in nature all the time. I love this time of year because if you can find a tiny little spider, just put it in your hand and watch them go. Just spread your fingers like an inch apart each and just make your hand into whatever type of form that's comfortable comfortable for you. Then just sit there and watch it for like an hour. And this spider, almost every time, the spider will go crazy and just start laying the web. Off all my fingertips and knuckles and just builds this web. And it's just so awesome to watch. I mean, how methodical they are, how much preparation and work they put into it. It's just, spiders are amazing. And I like that they use that for that effect. I think they should also use the webbing for rain effect and stuff like that. They could do more with it. I think they did use the webbing in one thing where they filled it with the webbing with water and stuff like that. But yeah, I love the way they used it. The webbing in the Amazing Spider-Man still one of my better Spider-Man movies. Uh, 
they was it on Netflix? They did a Norm McDonald. Uh, he did a recording before he passed, and you get to see it. And then afterwards, uh, David Letterman, Dave Chappelle, David Spade, uh, Adam Sandler, a variety of people sit down and talk about the old days with norm and it's just if you're a fan of norm that's a great but pulls on the heartstrings uh video but check it out if you haven't uh i caught up on the latest last two seasons of somebody feed phil that's phil rosenthal i believe it is uh it's fun just watching him travel around and going out to eat the guy's such a happy type person uh, i tried to check out trace because i read the comic and liked the comic the animated series is good but i didn't get too far in it i only watched a few few chapters issues or whatever you want to call it I tried to watch Interceptor, could not get into it. Uh, this did not interest me at all. There's three brand new Ghostbuster projects coming. Uh, there's going to be a sequel to the film, Ghostbusters Afterlife, of course. I expect there to be two sequels to it. And an animated series and a separated animated film set in the Ghostbuster universe. So that's cool. Looking forward to all that happening. Uh, yeah, I mentioned the Jurassic Park movie the other day. Damn kid climbing all over me, little prick. <laughs> uh, Netflix also has Bill Burr Presents Friends Who Kill. Uh, that was interesting and fun. Some off-bit comedy, and of course, my favorite part was Dave Attell and Jeff Ross bumping mics. They had a little segment on there that's that was the funnest part of the whole show. But yeah, there was a dumbass caught on video, just a young black man, just walks out on his porch with his gun. Shoots a couple shots to the left, shoots a couple shots to the right, and then goes to run back in his house, but the dumbass is locked out of his house, so he just goes running down the street. Fucking idiot, And You have no idea where those bullets are going, who they're going to hit, what they're going to hit. They could hit a gas tank, explode, and blow up a neighborhood, for Christ's sakes. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, I said you people. Take it how you want. I don't care, but I am sick and tired of seeing it every time I turn on my news in the morning. And one guy's, it's costing $250 a day because there's no bed for him. (laughs) And we got to pay $250 a day to that person because there is no bed for them. Why don't you take some of the people that you stuck in prison for decades for having a joint in their possession and open up some fucking beds. I mean, come on, people. 
really you can't be this stupid. You really can't. You got to wake the fuck up. <laughs> and Christ, Alaska this week, children were served floor sealant instead of milk at an Alaskan daycare. Really? Floor sealant? You could not tell by the smell or the consistency that it wasn't milk. And you just gave it to the kids until students started complaining of burning sensations in their throat. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't care what you think of me. This world's full of jackasses. But yeah, we're going to end it here and we're going to get you those goodies that you can buy in the future. <laughs> and we'll be back right after this with hopefully some enjoyable damn thing okay next up we got dc versus vampires volume one hardcover by dc comics if you missed out on series series you can get the first six issues collected in here it's a 12 issue run so it'll be two volumes and then you'll have the side volumes with all the extra stories that we're coming out with now I would assume, which I'm enjoying the second round of stories better than the first round so far. So we'll see what happens with it. Actually, Task Force Z ended up being a better storyline than the vampire story one so far this year. But we'll see how they go. See what the side stories have to bring us. We got Deceased, War of the Undead Gods, number one by DC Comics. What began as a battle for Earth has become a war for the galaxy, as the epic final chapter in the massive Deceased franchise is here. The emergence of a reborn undead Darkseed in Deceased Dead Planet sets the stage for this most devastating conflict yet. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. As the anti-life equation spreads into the cosmos, the survivors of Earth prepare for the coming apocalypse and realize their only hope could be could lie in the most powerful surviving hero from the first deceased series. I mean, this kind of pisses me off when they do shit like this. I, and I assume it, or hope it will be a Different style story and all that shit. But it's like, what did we have with Marvel zombies? We had Galactus come back and be the whole entity that brought back the whole issue with the whole Marvel zombies franchise. And now we got Deceased doing the same thing with Darkseed. I don't like when they have to constantly copy each other. Why did they both have to come out with a zombified form of a storyline and a vampire form of storyline on the same years either it's like do your own separate years and you don't have to both come out with the stuff at the same time all the time it's like i mean i could be wrong but i feel dc has been chasing after marvel since the beginning but who am i to say that stan lee is number Number one still. <laughs> All right. We got Dead Lucky, number one by Image Comics. 
series premiere. San Francisco is changing. Tech consortium Moro is building the city of a future of the future with peacekeeper robots looming on every corner and wherever Moro isn't, the Salvation Gang is. Bibiana Lopez Yang is changing too. She came back from Afghanistan with PTSD and the ability to control electrical currents. If she can hold it together, she might be the hero San Francisco needs. But against an enemy this big, it isn't enough to be good. She'll have to be lucky. Yeah. Started out interesting and kind of lost me halfway through that one. We got Deadliest Bouquet, number one, by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere. Jasmine Hawthorne was a hard-edged Nazi hunter who trained her children well in the art of espionage. But in 1998, where her complicated past finally catches up with her, it's up to her three estranged daughters, Rose, Poppy, and Violet, to solve their mom's murder, if they can avoid killing each other in the process. I mean, aren't we done with the Hitler stories already? It's time for some new stuff. Time for a change. Come on, people. Let's come together now. Over this old War War One, World War Two crap. And we don't need to start World War Three either. We got Deja Thoris Fairy Tales number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. A girl playing with a couple cute bunnies on the cover of that one. Deja as you've never seen her in a fairy tale. Once upon a time, a queen most jealous sought to destroy any woman fairer than she. And so a beautiful woman struck out into the wilderness, desperate to evade the queen's envious wrath. The beauty would find allies in the wild, unlike any she'd ever seen before. And she made plans to return to the queen, to lay claim to the planet of Barsoom. I mean, Deja Thoris should be the queen of Barsoom. Her and Carter would make a perfect king and queen for that planet. But, yeah, that, I might actually check that out. I have enjoyed the couple little Deja Thoris and Carter runs that I have picked up. So, that one looks like it might be kind of fun. We have a Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yabi Shokugan Tippies trading figure blind mystery box coming out. Cute little tippy figures. And then they have a Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yabi world collectible figure Taijiro Kamado collection figure by Van Presso, which has a grouping of five of the different characters from the Demon Slayer franchise. And we have Diana and Nubia, Princesses of the Amazons, trade paperback 
by DC Comics. Princess Nubia loves her mother's, their home on the Thimseria, and all of her Amazon aunties. But she'll still, she's still lonely sometimes. It's hard being the only kid on an island full of adults. She just wishes the things could be different. Well, if they'd allow a man or two to be on the island, then maybe there'd be more kids. <laughs> and then one morning, things are different. There's a stranger sharing her bedroom. And the interloper, Diana, insists that it's her room. And their parents think they're both just being pests. They've always shared a room. What is happening? Could it be the wishing into Hera's ear on the night of the solstice worked? Will Nubia get to keep the strange new sister? Does she even want to? Hell no. Toss Diana in the sea, damn it. <laughs> get rid of her as soon as you can. She's just a bunch of trouble. Alright, we got Die, hardcover by Image Comics. Advanced solicit in the nine, 19, or in the 90s. Can't say that word. It just looks weird to me for some reason all of a sudden. Six teenagers disappeared into a fantasy role-playing game. Only five returned. Nearly 30 years later, these broken adults are dragged back to discover the game isn't finished with them yet. Kieran Gillen and Stephanie Hans. Award-winning critical series is collected in a single beautiful oversized hardcover volume. Collects die number 1 to 20. I mean, I've seen Jumanji. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Got Donuts and Doom graphic novel by IDW Publishing. Being a teenage witch or rock star is tougher than it looks. Flying brooms and electric guitars set hearts aflame in this fantastically fizzy graphic novel. When Margot meets Elena, emotions run high. Magic is in the air and donuts float. One is stressed is a stretch, stressed out witch trying to get her potions business off the ground. The other is a struggling rock musician whose band is going nowhere. Neither of them are having a good time. No wonder things quickly escalate from worlds to literal sparks flying when they first meet. Could this be the start of a delicious new relationship? Or is a bad luck curse lending, leading them to certain doom? Yeah, I'm sure it's a good story. You got Dragon Ball Z 3D Foam Bag Clip Series 3 Blind Mystery Box coming out with some interesting little, little characters in there. You got Dragon Ball Z Boxed Senzu Beans by Boston American Corp. Those look fun and interesting. 
There's a Dynamic Forces Spectacular Summertime Superset by Dynamic Forces. Doesn't have too bad of a price tag. I mean, for a price of $33.33, this special package includes three rare limited edition comics from multiple publishers, including one Marvel, one DC, and one independent publisher. Minimum value of $55.97 with a special package price of $33.33. Well, I don't know, 10 bucks per comic, that's, mm, eh. It's not saying that I'm getting them signed, I'm not getting no special covers that are hand-drawn or anything like that. And you're sticking that kind of price tag on it, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of wonky to me. All right. Edgar Allan Poe, Conqueror Worm 1, or Worm (laughs) One-Shot, by Kex Publishing. And the Edgar Allan Poe stories have been very interesting sounding, and I have yet to jump on one. This being a one-shot, it could be the one. We'll see. Kex is proud to present the monstrous variant cover by Clara Mieth in the ultimate presentation of Edgar Allan Poe's The Conqueror Worm. A terrifying, gorgeous cover, worthy of this extraordinary adaptation, limited to only 100 copies, and you don't give me a damn description. Worth a shit, so yeah, I I guess it's not going to be the first one I jump on, although it is limited to 100 copies. So I could take a chance and see if I get one of the 100, but eh. I don't think so. I didn't realize Edgar Allan Poe was this interesting. (laughs) He's been coming out with a lot of stuff lately. Edge of Spider-Verse, Volume 2, Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Sorry about that, starting to get a little dry-throated here. I don't have a drink anymore because I'm done drinking, so I'm going to have to... Attack the water bottle in a bit. Alright. The end of the Spider-Verse is coming. It's about time. Edge, which is a noun, outermost limit of an object, or the ship sharp side of a blade, the leading edge of the Spider-Verse brought you Spider-Gwen and Penny Parker, This final edge will introduce you to some of the most important characters in the future of the Spider-Verse. But it will also slice the final strand of the web. In this issue, Spider-Man Noir, Arana's new status quo, Spider-Rex, and more. That's cool that Spider-Man Noir is going to be part of this one. Uh, but it's going to be an ongoing, and I don't know how long it's going to go, so I don't really want to jump on it. I'll wait and see what the trade brings. I'm sure they'll they'll have a trade. And they are putting out volume two, number one, and number two back-to-back right away. Oh, and number three. You can get the first three issues right off the bat. So That's a nice little bonus but 
All right, we got L's number one by Ablaze Media. L is just another teenage girl, most of the time. Bubbly and good-natured, she wastes no time making friends on her first day at her new school. But L has a secret. She hasn't come alone. She's brought with her a colorful mix of personalities, which come out when she least expects it. Who is L really? And will her new friends stand by her when they find out the truth? Ablaze proudly presents Elle's a vib- vibrant, entertaining new s- series for readers of all ages. Oh, sorry, I got a burp attack hitting me again. Featuring brilliant Pixar reminiscent art from Avalyn Stokart and gripping story by, uh, I hope I don't go into a hiccup attack, a gripping story by Kid Tosayant that brings moments of real emotion, mystery, and intrigue, and humor together during the epic highs and lows of high school. Yeah. Nobody wants to go back to high school. Uh, it's just something that's best to get rid of. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Next up, we got Emmett number one. By Lesser Evils, another company I've never heard of. Welcome to Brooklyn through the looking glass. We're a golem with benefits... A spiraling genie, a demon who feeds on bad vibes, and a mischievous mermaid collide with heartbroken, hard-living, and hype-obsessed humans? Lesser Evils is a hilarious pop-culture-filled universe that explores what intimacy, spite, selflessness, and friendship mean today. Episode 1, Emmett Meet. Lydia Lowell, an artisan potter who goes on a bender after a bad breakup. Then, in anguish and anger, she accidentally conjures conjures up a golem from clay in her Bushwick studio. After Emmett, a golem with benefits, he mixes a mean cocktail, is handy around the house, and will help Lydia exact revenge with a vengeance. Damn it, Edmonton scored again. Getting it within two. That's not good. All right, there's an Escape the Living Dead one to five terror covers bag set. And we got Eternus number one by Scout Comics. From creators Andy Serkis and Andrew Levitas, 360 CE, the great god Zeus, is long dead, brutally brutally murdered in his own temple some 30 years prior. Heracles, Zeus's son and champion, spends his days drunk and depressed as the old gods struggle to stay alive after decades of Christian disruption. 
when Athena's temple is sacked by a mysterious centurion looking for a powerful relic that once belonged to Zeus, the old gods are convinced they have found Zeus's killer. Now the mighty Hercules must sober up long enough to keep the lone witness. A nine-year-old blind priestess, alive, long enough to identify the killer and finally find justice for his dead father. The main cover features beautiful Rob Pryor wraparound artwork, and they're basically helping a kid that they're going to kill eventually. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. That family of Zeus really has to work on their alcoholism, though. They got some issues. <laughs> Me speaking this after I had drinks tonight. All right. Evanescence. Evanescence, maybe? Echoes from Void, number one, by Opus Comics. From Grammy Award-winning rock band Evanescence. Evanescence. <laughs> Just can't say that word. Echoes from the Void features adaptations of the band's musical catalog in short stories created by an all-star cast of graphic artists, animators, illustrators, fine artists, screenwriters, novelists, and more. The first issue is inspired by the single Better Without You, which appears on their fifth album, The Better Truth. It's like the first issue, I mean, Evanescence, wasn't that great of a band, and they got more than one issue, and Blondie only has one. I think they should give Blondie a bunch of issues instead. Alright, Everybody Loves Cats vs. Pickles hardcover by Dynamite Entertainment. To what lengths will the pickles go to cultivate a furry friendship? Will our cats pay them any attention at all? Which cats will totally freak out? Hint, all of them. Find out in Everybody Loves Cats vs. Pickles, the debut title featuring three hilarious stories that will keep you coming back for more. Everybody Loves Cats vs. Pickles includes two sticker sheets and collectible postcards. It'd be nice if they'd give us a picture. But, no. Alright, where are we at time-wise? I better stop it here and I'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. Alright, next up we got Evil Ernie Lives. Trade paperback by Dynamite Entertainment. This collects number one to five of the new Evil Ernie run. Enjoyable run. Took me a little bit to get into, but it slowly pulled me in. And about issue three, I was I was in for the run. See where it goes. And we have Fantastic Four, Full Circle. Graphic novel by Harry N. Abrams Books. An all-new Marvel Comics graphic novel starring the Fantastic Four. Ben Grimm, when an intruder suddenly appears inside the Baxter building, the Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic, the Invisible Woman, the Human Torch, and the Thing, 
find themselves surrounded by a swarm of invading parasites. These carrion creatures composed of negative energy come to Earth using a human host as a delivery system. But for what purpose? And who is behind this untimely invasion? The Fantastic Four has no choice but to journey into the negative zone. An alien universe composed entirely of antimatter, risking not just their own lives, but the fate of the cosmos. Fantastic Four Full Circle is the first long-form work written and illustrated by acclaimed artist Alex Ross. Something that you should have in your collection. I will have to wait. They have some far out fairy tales. That I'll read the first one. The Frog Princess Curse graphic novel by Stone Arch Press. Young witch Swampalina has lost her wand in a mucky bog. Luckily, a voice calls out saying it'll retrieve the magical item if the girl promises to be its friend. Unluckily, the creature is a pretty pink butterfly. Swampalita, Swampalina likes all things spooky and gross, so she wants nothing to do with this beautiful bug. Will the witch use every spell she knows to avoid the butterfly, or will she learn that looks can be deceiving? Enjoy a modern twist on the Brothers Grimm classics, The Frog Prince, as it's retold for kids in this exciting Far Out Tales graphic novel. And to go with it, they have Far Out Fairy Tales Snow Queen's Gaming Quest, and Far Out Fairy Tales Three Blind Mice Race for Revenge, and Far Out Fairy Tales Trash Techno Beats of Bremen. All sound like fun stories to read to the kids at bedtime. (laughs) And then we got Fearless Dawn is finally making a comeback. So I've been waiting for some more stuff from this. We got number one of four by Asylum Press. Get the first printing of this amazing series while it lasts. Jet riding good girl Fearless Dawn battles her arch-nemesis Helga Von Krauss in this miniseries from Steve Mannion. Fearless Dawn infiltrates the vaunted Manitoba sector to discover the secret behind Helga's chemically-induced Nazi monsters. While all is not well back at home base, with Fearless Dawn's boss discovers our hero has broken probation and flown the coop, Join us now as Mannion's beautifully rendered comic book tale unfolds in full color glory. I am looking forward to it. It's a four issue run, so I will jump on that one. I just can't decide. I mean, for a couple bucks more, I can get a signed edition, so I might as well. And then for an extra bonus, they got Fearless Dawn shorts. One Shot by Asylum Press. Holy folks, we're back. Yuck, yuck. Delivering this one-shot issue of Fearless Dawn Shorts. 
featuring five all-new short stories and 30 pages of content. All your favorite Fearless Dawn Universe characters reenacting short stories from history, legend, and folklore in Runnin'. We freak out as Fearless Dawn encounters some ghouls and ghosties from the haunted devil's den. In general, Mud Eft defeats every army, or Fearless Dawn defeats every army in sight. Flipped out when you witness Jack the Ripper meeting his match in fight, Fearless Dawn takes on her arch-nemesis, Helga, again for a duel to end all duels. Yeah, a couple good Fearless Dawn things for me to grab on to. I got Festival Hardcover by Dark Horse Comics. The Valhalla Music Festival Festival commemorates a long-ago Viking slaughter. But when strange things start to happen, it seems the massacre may be far from over. When festival goers begin to disappear and musicians find themselves playing mysterious and ancient songs as if possessed, the fans have to figure out what's going on before the festival sites haunting before the festival sites Haunting past comes back for blood. New York, well, yeah, we don't have to get into that part. But eh, sounds like something I check out out of a bargain bin. Then we have the Firefly 20th Anniversary Special, number one, one shot. This is by Boom Studios. In this commemorative 20th anniversary special, Discover two never-before-told stories from Serenity's past and future. Writer Jorge Corona teams with artist Jordi Perez on a journey through the past like, like a leaf on the wind, alongside the original crew of the ship. When then Josh Gordon and Fabina Mascola the team behind Brand New Verse forced the future crew to keep a deadly weapon hidden at all costs. But those that originally hid it away are more familiar than they realize. And they didn't give enough info on that first story. I would like to have known more about that. But yeah, we'll see. It's a one shot. Maybe we'll pick it up. I don't know. We got a Flash Volume 5 2022 Annual Number 1 One Shot by DC Comics. It's been a wild time for Wally West and Linda Parker West. Their children are rega- regaining their powers. Wally is bouncing between realms, and Linda is dealing with a mysterious power surge. Now, as Linda begins doing research for her upcoming book, Wally comes along for some quality time, and the couple end up on an adventure neither expected. Interesting. It's almost like they changed some things up for on that storyline. We got Forever Forward number one. This is by Scout Comics. 
sci-fi writer Zach Kaplan and artist Aruna Susini take you on a sci-fi adventure like no other. One that imagines time traveling through the future as an Odyssey-style mythic journey home. When brilliant young scientist Dr. Lewis Moody accidentally launches himself, his secret longtime crush, and three best friends 33 years into the future with his unproven quantum time machine, they find a mysterious message from their future selves. The only way back is forward. Now, as they jump again and again through strange future times, will they one day find the technology to time travel back, or are they doomed to hopelessly travel forward forever? And we had, what is it, the show that starts with an S, I believe, uh, Sliders. <laughs> That's basically what that sounds like. And if you know me, you know I hate time travel, so that will not be one for me to jump on. We have Fortnite X Marvel Zero War Premier Hardcover by Marvel Comics. This collects Fortnite X Marvel Zero War, number one to five, if you missed out on that. I did consider it, just because of the Fortnite crossover aspect, but eh. I really don't think certain video games really need to be brought into the comic book realm. But what you're going to do, it's going to happen. As long as they coexist. Frankenstein, New World, number one by Dark Horse Comics. This is a Mike Magnola story and cover. Safely tucked away inside the hollow earth where humanity survived, where humanity survived after Ragnarok. Precocious young Lijah receives visions of a new darkness taking root on the surface. Defying her elders, Lijah awakens the timeless oracle, once known as Frankenstein, to investigate the warnings and perhaps even explore the new world above. Frankenstein New World from Mike Magnola, Thomas Sineski, and many more. Explores a new chapter in the world of Hellboy. I'd go for the Frankenstein story, especially one that's crossed over with the Hell, Hellboy franchise. That'd be fun. We have Fraternity Trade Paperback by Humanoids Publishing. Wyatt's roommate has been acting strange ever since he joined the frat, that frat. After suffering a tragic loss... Wyatt can't wait for a fresh start away at college. Too bad freshman year isn't all it's cracked up to be, especially when you're a grieving introvert. If it weren't for his best friend Jake, Wyatt would never leave his room. But when Jake joins a mysterious fraternity, Wyatt unearths something sinister. Now Wyatt must fight to save his friend or risk losing him to Amemon, King of the Southern Gate. 
That's what happens when your friends force you to go out and do stuff you don't want to. They have a pretty cool looking Game of Thrones Mother of Dragons levitating statue, which has the dragon levitating above the Mother of Dragons and a some type of cloud form above its head or whatever. Rock formation. Then we have Grim Fairy Tales 2022 Annual Number 1 by Xenoscope Entertainment. This is it. What everyone has been building toward. The Dark Princess plans to rule the universe are coming to fruition. The worlds are falling before her feet. Only Sky and a handful of desperate heroes stand between hope and utter annihilation. In this massive, climactic, oversized conclusion to the Fractured Universe Saga. (laughs) I don't know if I need to catch up on that, or if I can just get them down the road or whatever, but I think I've been pretty much following that storyline, so we'll see. We have Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Celebrating 50 years of vengeance, Johnny Blaze, still reeling from his time in Hayden's Falls, seeks the counsel of a seer. Named Necro the Tattooist, who uses his needle to bring dark truths to the surface. What follows is not only a wild tour through Ghost Rider's lost history, but also a warning about the future and an examination of the troubling weight of legacy. I keep going back and forth about Ghost Rider, but this is a one-shot, so... I like the storyline. I might get a little taste of what they're up to right now. Just see what, see what it's like. Uh, we'll see. That G.I. Joe, a real American hero, best of Storm Shadow, by IDW Publishing. Once a warrior for Cobra, then a soldier for G.I. Joe, but always a Arishikaki, Kagi Ninja. First and foremost. He's Tommy Arishikagi, a.k.a. Storm Shadow. And there are some of his greatest adventures. And these are some of his greatest adventures. So if you like that character, then you better jump on that. We have a giant-sized Gwen Stacy number one one-shot by Marvel Comics. Gwen's own miniseries finally gets its ending. And we're putting it all together. It's got everything Gwen, the Green Goblin, Kingpin, the X-Men, representing issues number one to three of the Gwen Stacy limited series, 2019. And it's just, I don't know, if you're getting all that in one little one shot, might be something to check out. We will have to see. And we got Girlfriend in Paris, a bloodthirsty bedtime story. Ooh. This is by Dark Horse Comics. The fugitive romance continues between Karina, a daywalking vampire, and Nick, 
a nocturnal mortal living out their storybook fantasy in Paris by day and hunting down criminals criminals by night to feed Karina's hunger. Nick's moral line continues to be pushed to the limit when Karina discovers her latest prey holds a dark criminal secret. It will put their immortal love pack to the test when they attempt to rescue an innocent girl from a deadly underworld plot. This hardcover graphic novella, told by Karina in poetic verse, is rendered with crisp line art and lush digital watercolor, and also contains a new girlfriend, girl fiend pinup gallery. Girl Fiend in Paris. Bloodthirsty bedtime story. Damn, they're just going crazy with the vampire books. There's a cool looking Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, All Out Attack 1000 Piece Puzzle by USAopoly. There's a Godzilla vs. Gigan 1972 Gigan Defoe Real Soft Vinyl Figure from X Plus. Just cool, little short, stumpy little Gojira type figure or Gigan figure. There's a Godzilla vs. King Kong two inch minifigure bundle pack, which has some cool characters in it by Playmates. There's a Golden Girls Cheesecake 1000 piece puzzle by USAopoly. There's also a Golden Girls Fernando missing ear. Candy Tin by Boston America Corp. It's got basically Betty White with her little teddy bear with the missing ear. But yeah. So check those out. And I think we're going to. Well, we can go a little bit further. We can get a few more things in here yet. Let's go with Golden Rage number one by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere. In a world where older women who've been deemed useless to society are abandoned on an island, Golden Rage documents their golden years of making friends, baking dessert, and fighting to the death. It's like this is the first issue of a brand new five-issue miniseries where Battle Royale meets the Golden Girls. This one sounds kind of fun. Ah... I don't know. It's like I'd like to check it out, but I think I'm going to hold off for trade paperback form just to see what kind of results it gets. But we have Gore Shrieks Delectus Limited Hardcover by Panthacole. Exclusive hardcover edition with stunning cover painting by Brian LeBlanc. More than a dozen creators contributed their nightmares dreams, and realities to this huge, all-new, full-color horror comic anthology, edited by Brandon Veru. Lavishly produced, this fine book will become a permanent fixture in your comic library. Limited to 200 copies worldwide? It's going to be hard to get your hands on it. We have Greatest Name in Comics... Daredevil number one by Lev Gleason Publications. Bart Hill grew up a member of the famed Hill family stunts, 
known for their daring live shows and harrowing feats for film and television. In the wake of a terrible loss, Bart has decided to take up a new charge to use his skills and training to take the biggest hits, survive the biggest explosions, and keep coming back for more. For Bart Hill, being a hero is no mere stunt. We're getting to the end of the hockey game. The score is six to seven. If Abs have the lead, but, oh, it's stressful trying to read and watch. Got the greatest name in cos- comics. Daredevil battles Hitler one shot. <clears throat> the classy story is presented here in Lev Gleason by Lev Gleason, with full approval and royalties to the Charles Bureau family estate. For the first time since its initial printing. This issue is a modern reprinting of the complete Daredevil Battles Hitler by Charles Bureau and the Man of Hate by Harry Anderson. So I just can't get into the Nazi Hitler, all that crap. So, uh, Oilers are going empty net. Av's got the well, I had the puck for a second. Yeah, I better stop it here. And we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. Down the road. Enjoy. Okay, let's get back to the goodies that are going to be for sale in the future. Check out Green Lantern Alliance Trade Paperback by DC Comics. It's only been a few months since Green Lantern Ty Pham inherited his ring from his ba and defeated his enemies, Xander Griffin. But Ty knows their last battle was only the beginning, and even though no one believes him, Ty is determined to prove that Xander is up to his old tricks again. When a string of fires starts popping up around Coast City, Ty finds himself stretched thin as he struggles to keep up with school, training, working at the store, and following Xander's trail. That is, until a new hero, Kid Flash, shows up on the scene with an offer to help. Can the heroes find the arsonist before it's too late? Hopefully, Flash can just run his ass off and catch him. At Grim Spotlight, Iron Maiden number one by Xenoscope Entertainment. When criminal defense attorney Peyton Parks must defend an obviously guilty client, it unknowingly puts her on the radar of, of the vengeance-seeking Iron Maiden. Forced to defend the life of this known criminal, the Black Knight intervenes to stop at all cost. The vigilante justice that Iron Maiden seeks to meet Mete out. Meet Mete? M-E-T-E? Why doesn't that sound like a word to me? Uh, but can she stop the unstoppable? 
Don't miss this high-octane adventure that brings a new anti-hero to the grim universe. <coughs> Alright, this one, the name's got me curious. We got Grubs Summer Special, number one, by Keenspot Entertainment. Soon to be an animated television series, of course. Everything's got to come out with a series. So many long-winded series, I can't catch up ever. Like, let's have some short little half. Let's go to a half-hour movie-style thing and do that now instead of having all these episodes and long-winded three, four, five-hour movies. But okay, it's gonna be by showrunner M.J. Offen, head writer of Cartoon Network's Jade, Jade Armor. Max Weaver's Grubs returns in the special issue with new artist Attila Fabio. And it's a grab bag of sunny fun as the troublemaker recaps his wild summer, racing rickety cars in a soapbox derby, birthday parties gone wrong, summer camp chaos, desperate fights with siblings for control of the big screen TV, if you've got a short attention span and are a fan of slice-of-life comics about childhood like Kelvin and Hobbes, this is the comic book for you. Not what I was thinking. It might be. We got Gun Honey, Blood for Blood, number one, by Titan Comics. 2021's best-selling non-premier comic is back for a blockbuster new series. With weapons expert Joanna Tan and legendary Gun Honey off the grid, recuperating from her last job, a vengeful rival takes her place and frames Joanna for murder. On the run from Malaysia to Milan, from Montana to Monaco, can Joanna catch up to her ruthless enemy, or will she catch a bullet first? The finest kind of pulp noir, says Ed Brubaker. I, I want to check it out just because they're going to be talking about Montana in there. <laughs> no, that's not a good enough reason. Let's see here. It's about time we start seeing some of this stuff since there's that new series out, which I'd like to check out eventually. Got Halo Initiation and Escalation trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. From the rise of Sarah Palmer to the ranks of Spartan Commander aboard Flagship Infinity to the UNSC's extraordinary efforts to stop the machinations of Joel, Madame, and the Covenant. This stunning collection contains Halo Initiation number one to three and Halo Escalation number 1 to 24, and features scripts by Halo 5 Guardians, lead writer Brian Reed, and Halo 4 senior writer Christopher Shear. A must-have for any fan of Halo. Okay, that explains the price tag on it. It's got a good chunk of stories in there. Sorry about the little beep from the dryer there. Trying to fluff my pillows. I heard a trick about doing this. See if it actually works. 
my pillows are getting nasty and crushed down from all my sweating on them. <laughs> all right. My girlfriend's got some stuff. We got Harley Quinn, the animated series, the real sidekicks of the new Goth- Gotham special, number one, one shot. That's a tongue twister. A mouth load. What happens when writers from Harley Quinn, the TV show, and Harley Quinn, the animated series, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, the comic book, get together and swap stories from New Gotham? Absolute mayhem, that's what. Follow what happens to some of your favorite Gotham sidekicks on Tawny Young's new Trash-tastic daytime talk show and watch the chairs fly as they spill the tea. Guest starring Clayface, Batgirl, Frank the Plant, and Harley Quinn's worst sidekick, the Joker. Could be sound like a fun little, uh... Ah, damn it, lost Jerry Springer style. (laughs) Talk show. Uh, I had to take a swig, if you didn't hear it and figure it out. So... I was out mowing the lawn today, doing a bunch of yard work, working in the garage. I got lots of dust in the old throat cavity I got to get rid of. All right, next up. Well, they are for the Harley Quinn Volume 4. For some reason, they're doing a run of four comics in a row, which was kind of surprising. But I am going to pick... Those up probably because I am doing something current currently with that. So we'll have to see how far it's going. Then we got Harley Quinn Volume 4 2022 Annual. Harley's getting all kinds of good attention this month. It's a one shot from DC Comics. Do you know what old Grandma Quinzel used to say? Live long and fight alien monsters to save Earth. She was full of wisdom like that. And only Task Force XX can save our little blue marble from suffering a full-scale alien takeover. Not all of us are going to survive, but at least we'll look really good doing or dying thanks to Luke Fox providing some new gear. Tune in for the final installment of Harley Quinn's Task Force XX Space Extravaganza, plus the start of a new status quo for Harley Quinn. Okay, that's probably what the Harley's runs working its way up to. So I'm going to pick, well, I'll definitely have to pick that up too to go with it all. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I like what Harley's been bringing to the table lately. Got a Harry Potter Death Eater levitating mask. It's kind of cool. I mean, they got that little magnetic play thing to make the mask levitate by Anesco. It's got a pretty price tag on it, though, for $225 retail. Uh, haunted Mansion canister to go with your kitchen cooking cookware set. If you're decking your place out with all the stuff that they've been bringing out new, and this is by Anesco, like many of the other things. And they have a Haunted Mansion Salt and Pepper Shakers by Anesco. I've seen some other stuff, some other sets of shakers and stuff out too. So there's 
gotta look i'm just pinpointing certain ones there's other ones out there that you can get to they're coming out but i just like to pinpoint the ones that interest me the most all right next up i think all of a sudden my page froze i don't know if the internet's messing with me or not hopefully not better make sure my thing's still recording we got Hellboy Weird Tales Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Some of the best writers and artists in comics team up to present stories of giant bats, demon children, jetpacks, haunted circuses, and rusted out spaceships. It's old-fashioned pulp fun featuring one of the greatest heroes of modern comics. Join Hellboy creator Mike Magnolia and a slew of talented collaborators for this spooky selection of true weird tales collected for the first time in paperback. So it collects Hellboy Weird Tales Volume 1 and 2 for the first time. I like that collaboration. That's, those stories were a lot of fun. The little bits and pieces I did get to taste of those. And Hellboy, you can't go wrong. Hellboy's always... Always does good. I don't know why I'm, I don't buy all the stuff Hellboy related, but I just I like to be picky about it. And then just when I find more in bargain bids, they're always a definite grab. Uh, and then we got Hey Dolls, Bomb Cats, minifigure blind mystery box of... These are these. This is by Dispersed Limited, but they look like they're little. Uh, I don't know, animated style cats. They're kind of crossed over with pineapple skin and stuff. I don't know what they're really gonna be, but yeah, it's, people like cats. Some people, not everybody. They have a Hocus Pocus Toonie Terror Billy Butcherson 6-inch action figure by NECA. And, of course, they got the Mary Sanderson figure to go with it. And the Terror Sarah Sanderson figure. And the Winfred Sanderson. And you can also, I think they also had a three-figure deal of all the sisters if you wanted to go that route. But, yeah. It's a fun show. I could go for watching that again. Hocus Pocus. And those were all by NECA. And then Hulk Grand Design. If you want to get it all in one shot. Instead of getting the separate individual ones. You can get the Hulk Grand Design Treasury Edition. Trade paperback by Marvel Comics. This one collects the Hulk Grand Design Monster and the Hulk Grand Design Madness. I think it's kind of crazy, the price tag that's on it. I don't think I paid that much for those. Oh, I'm curious about that now. Why they got that price tag on there. All right, James Bond started out our goodies this week or this month of things to come and got more still in the bag we got james bond hemorrhoids by dynamite entertainment 
Himeros is the Greek god of sexual desire and one of the Eros, the winged gods of love. When Aphrodite was born from the sea foams, she was greeted by the twin loves, Eros and Himeros. But when sexual desire goes too far, it takes the legendary super spy, James Bond, to bring justice to the most vulnerable among us as he investigates the suspicious death of an accused sex trafficker, one whose ties run deep and deadly. Then we got Jimmy's Jimmy's Little Bastards, number one, by Aftershock Comics. This one should be interesting. A new generation of bastards is back, a bolder and bolder than ever. A special three-issue oversized prestige format miniseries from Jimmy's creators Garth Enist and Russ, Russ, Russ Braun. I like Garth Enist's work. Don't know much about Russ Braun. After the shattering events of his late last adventure, Jimmy is on extended leave from British intelligence sliding slowly into middle age with carpet slippers, tragic sweater, and a cup of cocoa to match. The former, formerly sexist super spy is even reevaluating his attitude toward two women. His daughter, don't say it, don't you dare say it, Nancy, is taking up the slack in fine style. Cutting a bloody swath through the Regent Rogues Gallery. But a mysterious message starts Jimmy looking into his family's murky past when he finds a clue to a strange and deadly new danger. Jimmy's Little Bastards, number one, by Garth Ennis and Russ Brown. Then returns to a familiar world with a new spin. Wish they'd give us a look at it. I'm going to have to look it up in the catalog and find out more about what that's all about. They have a Judge Dredd Clegg Mercenary PX1A scale exquisite minifigure action figure by Hyatt Toys. Now, the reason I put this one in here is it's an alligator judge or an alligator bad guy from the judge dread world this one looks pretty damn messed up and goofy too <laughs> i don't know okay that kind of leery of, i want to know what that figure does in the actual world how well they work with it but uh oh i just looked up and there's a Little puppy getting all massaged down with an oxygen mask around its head and stuff here. Some firemen saved it from a house fire. But, uh, yeah, I uh, watch, recently watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And there just so happened to be a bounty hunter or... just someone trying to collect a bounty <laughs> that just happened to be an alligator type figure that 
looked like it came straight out of maybe Super Mario, the old Super Mario movie. I mean, I just don't know what's the obsession with the alligator characters. If they uh, just going for the Loki Gator acknowledgement or what's all up with it. But yeah, it's that thing was goofy and just bouncing all over the place when I seen it. And that, that, that was just sad. They have a jungle fantasy saviors one to five natural beauty bag set of five comics by boundless comics. They also have, uh, number six to 10. And then we got, Ooh, yeah. All right. We have King Tank Girl, graphic novel, volume one by Titan Comics. You can't go wrong with this. Tank Girl is fun. Kicks off Tank Girl's 35th anniversary celebration in 2023. Oh, cool. Awesome. Might be some fun stuff coming out next year for that. Uh, Let's see here. Basically... Turning the clock back to the early years, King Tank Girl offers a veritable banquet of brand new stories. Tank Girl and the gang head to the beach for Barney Don't Surf. They explore the expensive world of well-being, and Tank Girl is crowned king of England, and all that before tea time. Features never-before-seen two-page story, Operation Burning Sausage. Damn it. um, I'd only be buying it for a two-frickin'-page story because I got everything else. Uh, Shame on you. Bad Tank Girl. Bad. Bad Barney. (laughs) All right, we got Kingdom Come Deliverance, number one. hope it's not what I'm thinking. By Behemoth Entertainment. Since the capture of King Wenceslas, Wenceslas the fourth, by his half brother King Sigismund, uh, some fun names here. The kingdom of Bohemia is disarray. The once peaceful kingdom is now filled with screams of terror as King S and his army, full of human mercenaries. Slaughter those who oppose him. S is aided by Istvan Toth and his bandit army as they are able to raid the recently destroyed villages for silver and weapons while bringing fear to W's loyalist. Find out what happened in the events leading to the hit video game Kingdom Come Deliverance. In the upcoming comic series, Kingdom Come Deliverance, Death Upon Us. I don't remember hearing anything about that video game, so don't know nothing about it. We got King Jira, Legendary Edition by Scout Comics. Back in a king-size Legendary Edition, King Jira. The king of monsters has escaped from his prison and he is causing panic in the city. The reason for his fury is simple. The king is hungry. 
and we all know what that what king king's food is don't we simple the pizza king jira hungry like a monster is a funny tribute to the kaiju genre <laughs> kind of looks like a big old pizza kaiju himself it's kind of interesting i'm sure that could be a fun little story Let's see here. I think we'll end it there and we'll get back with more goodies soon. Next up is Cold with a K by Source Point Press. In a modern-day Ebenezer Scrooge-esque tale, a cruel old man named Homer goes ice fishing with his dog. The man is desperate to resolve the guilt that burns deep down in his conscience. Homer went fishing for forgiveness, but all he caught was hell. Well, that don't tell us nothing. And I have a feeling something bad's going to happen to the dog, especially by that covers. I don't think I'll be jumping on that one. All right, we got Lacey and Lily, Magic and Mayhem, graphic novel by Darby Pop. Question. After repelling an alien invasion and saving planet Earth, what do a superpowered teen, Lacey, and her faithful dog, Lily, do for an encore? Answer. Corral a school magic show gone awry. Survive a mystical body swap. Have their worst fears realized inside a haunted hay maze. Investigate a monstrous mystery. And visit a comic book shop to stop a paper-obsessed perpetrator. Of course... Uh, a little body soft should be fun when she, she finds out she's a dog all of a sudden. And the dog finds out <laughs> it's a human. <laughs> hmm. That can be fun. We have a Lady Death Demure bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. There's also a Lady Death Divine bag set of five comics. Also by Boundless Comics. Then they have a Lady Death Enchantments number one, Premiere Edition by Coffin Comics. I've been doing a lot of these Premiere Editions lately. Lady Death Enchantment number one is a collection of imagery created for Lady Death Sacrificial Annihilation, featuring some of the finest illustrators in the comic book industry today. Contributors include, oh, they got a lot of names here. That's all they have listed after that. So um, apparently this is just a bunch of pictures. There's no little story in there or anything. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, especially at that price, you could throw a little mini story. They have a Lady Death Exquisite Bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. They have the Juicy Bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. They have the Sultry Bag set of five comics. They have a voluptuous big set of five comics. <laughs> Got to cover every aspect, don't they? 
All right. Done with Lady Death. Now let's check out Lady Hell. <laughs> Number one by Dynamite Entertainment. This must be a new big one because there are a lot of covers I see. She is a very, she is the very personification of death. Or at least she was. When we last saw Lady Hell, she was paying the price for messing with the half-demon Purgatory. Now deposed, Lady Hell must find a way to seize back her throne. There's just one problem. She's no longer has the power to do much more than exist. Meanwhile, what happens to the world when death is no longer a fact of life? It ain't pretty. Plus, where Lady Hell goes, can Lady Demon be far to follow? More and more new characters making the world bigger and bigger for dynamite. Yeah, Land of the Living Gods, trade paperback by Aftershock Comics. Uh, it is said that when the world dies, the spirits of the first people will return to witness the last days of humanity. Well, the spirits have arrived, and the end is here. But not everyone has given up hope. Nalidi, a teenager, teenage girl living in the deserted city once called Johannesburg, has always believed that there is a land hidden away in time where the gods still live. And when there are gods, there are miracles. Perhaps even miracles that are big enough to save our dying planet. And so, after a lifetime of isolation, Nalidi will head out into the unknown with little to hold on to but her faith. And her magical pet plant, Uya Buyo, <laughs> A fairy tale for the times in which we find ourselves brought to life by South African writer and producer Isaac Mogan Jane. Introduce you to a world of wonder and cruelty, beauty and perseverance, and will leave you profoundly changed. Volume 1 collects the entire first arc of issues number 1 to 5. Sounds like an interesting story. We got Last Shadowhawk, 30th Anniversary Special, number one, one shot, by Image Comics. I got a lot of Shadowhawk stuff, but I don't think I ever really got into it yet. In the not-too-distant future, the world will be just as it is today, only worse. Evil has permeated the very fabric of society. From the halls of government to the darkened alleyways, will the heroes who once defended the downtrodden fail them now? Will a new generation rise? Inspired by the last of the old, who will, the, who will be the last Shadowhawk? Yeah, I don't know nothing about the Shadowhawk characters and I know I have some comics that are Shadow Hawks. 
So apparently there's a variety of these characters, but this does have Savage Dragon on the cover and Spawn, so that's got my curiosity peaked on what that's all about. But with it being a 30th anniversary special, they also have a 3D version that you can get for a little bit more. And then that thing that I just don't understand where the popularity is again. We got Laurel and Hardy New Adventures 3-pack by American Mythology. I mean, give me a Gilbert Godfrey book. I mean, we lost the guy. He was a great guy, a great comedian, lots of fun. We could make something way better than Laurel and Hardy with something Gilbert Godfrey related. I could think of, I gotta think of a fun little story. Ooh, Bob Saget, Gilbert Godfrey. Teaming up. Hmm. Got the old thinker going. Get a three pack of Laurel and Hardy's new comic book classics. This includes Laurel and Hardy number one and number two. And the Laurel and Hardy Christmas Folly Special at a value price. I just didn't they offer these before in other packs. They have a legally blonde L. Woods Bunny Diamond Glitter vinyl figure. That one might have to go in our collection. That's by Entertainment Earth. There you got Life and Death of the Brave Captain Suave, number one, by Scout Comics. Okay, I got to take a drink before this one. Oh, no, my jug's out of water again. Okay, I'll fill it while I tell you this. In this action-packed debut issue... We are introduced to the madness and heroism that is Captain Suave. <laughs> a, <laughs> a champion beyond measure. Captain Suave's journey follows a modern day retelling of Cervantes' classic, Don Quixote. Only this hero is convinced that he is a Golden Age superhero. Ready yourself for an adventure that must be seen to be believed as Captain Suave and his trusty sidekick, Champ, battle the imaginary forces of evil in Cleveland, Ohio. Ah, left-handed mist. (laughs) Tried to throw away the recyclable. Captain Swabe. <laughs> I could go for reading a little Don Quixote style story. I got Lilo, Lilo and Stitch, PVC 013 Stitch Series Pullback Car Blind Mystery Box by Beast Kingdom. It's like pullback cars are fun little toys for kids. Lilo is a fun character. Or Stitch. I don't know which one it is. I don't even know if I've ever seen the movie. Uh, Next up. A bunch of follow-ups. 
Lonely War of Captain Willie Schultz by Dark Horse Comics. Finally collected by It's Alive and published with Dark Horse, The Lonely War of Captain Willie Schultz was originally serialized in the comic book Fighting Army in the 1960s. The series was written by a 16-year-old Will Franz, I know that name, and illustrated by the already seasoned comic book creator and World War II veteran Sam Glosman. The entire story arc, collected here and finally finished, is one of the most dramatic, moving, and controversial comic book stories ever told. An American soldier of German heritage finds himself on the wrong side of World War II in this sweeping epic. This war story is, at its heart, an anti-war story and a story about universal human nature in the hellhole of war. <coughs> Excuse me. That actually sounds kind of interesting. I don't mind checking that out. Not into the old war stuff, but a different version of something is nice. Seeing the other side of people that aren't blood-hungry. Maybe. Oh, this looks fun. Looneycorns. Graphic novel by Magnetic Press. Looneyland is a joyful and colorful world populated by mythical and extinct creatures. Unicorns, cyclops, dodos. But behind this facade hides a highly unequal society. From an early age, each inhabitant of Looneyland is categorized as beautiful or ugly. Well, that's nice. According to certain subjective criteria, the life of beautiful idyllic the life of the beautiful is idyllic, while that of the ugly is filled with drudgery and danger. Well yeah. Hadn't figured that. But the balance of society will be upturned by the arrival of Penny, an amnesic, amnesic human child. She can't ever remember if she'll, she's beautiful or ugly, or what's up with the amnesia and all that. Got some fun characters uncovered, though. Yeah, sorry, I had to run the pillows again. They weren't fluffed yet. <laughs> I forgot about that. Stupid buzzers. Uh, Lord of the Rings Deforms PVC Figure Series Number 1 Blind Mystery Box by Diamond Select. I'm not sure. And of course, it looks like the bonus character is Golem. <laughs> I got two different versions of him in there. It's like you think about the big war between Star Wars and Lord of the Rings over the years. You don't hear of it as much anymore. And I'm kind of curious. Is there really an argument about which franchise prevails? (laughs) I mean, Star Wars is ongoing, never-ending stories. And you can't really go much further with Lord of the Rings. It's like. 
you know, find another ring to drop in a, to walk really far to drop into a hole. <laughs> it's like, I think Star Wars won that battle. I probably just pissed off half my followers. Love Everlasting number one. This is by Image Comics. From award-winning superstar creators Tom King and Elsa Kiridgear comes a new ongoing series set in a world as frighteningly fantastical as any found beyond the stars. Romance Comics. Joan Peterson discovers that she is trapped in an endless cycle, a problem to be solved, a man to marry, and every time she falls in love, she disappears into another teary saga. Her bloody journey to freedom starts in the breathtaking, groundbreaking first issue. Now we're starting to put out little love stories. Mad Cave Studios, Legacy Battle Cats, number one. Now, is this the Battle Cats, Battle Cats? Oh, the characters on the cover kind of look like it. MCS Legacy Battle Cats number one goes back to the beginning and reimagines the entire first volume of Battle Cats. With a reimagined story, all new art, and five beautiful character covers by Jesse Lonergan. This is Battle Cats the way it was intended to be. Follow Kelton, Biela. Zorian, Kalira, and Makar as they undertake a perilous quest through different regions in pursuit of the dire beast while unearthing dark secrets and even darker enemies. But first, Kathan and Battlecats must journey through the dark forest facing an unexpected enemy from their past. Great for existing fans who want to see their favorite characters refreshed or new fans looking to get into the series for the first time. I don't know. I didn't really get too deep into the Battle Cat stuff. Didn't hate it, but just didn't. Don't remember much about it. Mad Cave Studios Legacy Nottingham by Mad Cave Studios. MS, MCS, I don't know what's up with this MCS Legacy. They get this again. Nottingham number one is a reprint of the critically acclaimed series with a special cover by Cully Hammer. Hamner. In this twisted medieval noir, the Sheriff of Nottingham hurts a serial killer with a penchant for tax collectors. Hunts, not hurts. The sheriff's investigation makes him the target of England's most nefarious power brokers. That's to say nothing of the merry men, terrorists lurking amongst the trees of Sherwood, led by an enigma known only as Hood. It's Robin Hood.
Then we got Magic. Johnny Goldman, number one, one shot by Boom Studios. The standalone tale introduces new readers to fan-favorite planeswalker, Ajari Goldman, while delving into his past adventures and uncovering surprising revelations for the brave healers' current fans. But what happens when the steadfast, valiant protector faces threats beyond his capabilities? Interesting character on the cover. Kind of like a big old lion character. I guess that's where you get the gold main name from. And they have a Marvel Deadpool metal model kit. And they have a bunch of other metal model kits. And I'm really curious what these are going to be like. <clears throat> Price-wise, it's not too bad. Because if you've ever seen, they got some really cool Star Wars ships. And all kinds of ships, houses, and other figures and characters and things that you can build out of these little metal these tiny metal model making kits and uh but they're expensive as hell and i really like them <laughs> but i got a millennium falcon and i think i got an at at but i've yet to put them together because i don't want them take i don't know i just haven't wanted to open them up yet but but yet i do i still want them i don't know <laughs> I have too much stuff laying around. It'll get crushed or damaged or something. All right. They also have, uh, did I say that it was from Fascinations? They have a Marvel Disney Plus Legends Moon Knight 6-inch six, six action figure. It looks pretty cool from Hasbro. And they also have the Marvel Disney Plus Legends Mr. Knight 6-inch action figure. Both, both from Hasbro. Both well done. We have a Marvel Gallery Comic Vulture PBC statue by Diamond Select. There's a Marvel Gallery Disney WandaVision Scarlet Witch PBC statue by Diamond Select. They have a pretty cool looking Marvel Heroes Spider-Man Explosion t-shirt coming out from Impact Merchandising. There's a Marvel Remix card game coming out. Get yourself a board game if, for fall and winter and time for cold seasons. So you can kick it with some friends. They got a really cool looking Marvel Select Red Hulk action figure from Diamond Select. Then we got Marvel Voices Heritage trade paperback by Marvel Comics. Today's hottest Native American and indigenous. And if you haven't checked out these, they just got all the different heritages that you can check out from all these voice Marvel voices uh, runs, and they've all been really enjoyable. The little bits and pieces I have got my hands on, but uh, the talents make their mark with stories that explore the rich heritage of Marvel's incredible cast of indigenous characters. Alien invaders discover that Echo hits back. Donnie Moonstar undertakes a personal mutant rescue mission, but expect the unexpected when she fights alongside Forge. 
Warpath, and more of Krakoa's finest native heroes. Discover the greatest heroes and fears, greatest hopes and fears of the champions, Snowguard, and find out why it ain't easy being a superhero along with American Eagle, plus tales featuring the new werewolf by night, the Captain America of the Kickaboo tribe, the mysterious river, and more. Collecting Marvel voices, indigenous voices, Marvel voices, heritage champions, annual number one, werewolf by night, 2020 number one, Phoenix song, echo number one, Native American, Heritage Month variants, and material from United States of Captain America, number three, and Marvel Comics, number 1,000. And there's a few that I have in there, which is a bummer, but most of them I don't. So it would be a nice little collection to pick up. Excuse me. (laughs) My throat is just really dry and scratchy from... Mowing the yard and all the dust and everything. We got Mass Effect has a pretty cool looking legendary puzzle by Dark Horse Comics. There's a Master of the Universe, Masters of the Universe, Revelation, Barbarian, Skeletor action figure. And they also have a Merman action figure, which I always like the Merman character. <laughs> they have a bunch of other ones that will be coming out, I'm sure. There's Amigo DC Black Adam 8-inch action figure. Amigo DC Green Arrow 8-inch action figure. These are all by Amigo Corporation. There's a cool-looking Amigo Grim Reaper 8-inch action figure. And I like the Amigo Hammer Mummy. Hammer Horror Mummy 8-inch action figure. They have Amigo Hammer Zombie 8-inch action figure. I might have to put in a collection. Amigo Planet of the Apes Zero 8-inch action figure, which oh, not big on Planet Apes, but I, I always like the Zero figure. Uh, Amigo Star Trek Motion Picture Spock 8-inch action figure. It looks like he's got some type of like cape set up on him. And then we got Meta Metal Linguistic. Crimes Division, number one by Scout Comics. Star comic writer Agatha finds her artist boyfriend murdered and believes that the comic book characters they created together are to blame. Her brother Alan, a wannabe novelist, arrives to offer Agatha support in her grief and accidentally, accidentally finds himself drawn into an unfinished comic book page. Adding to the confusion, a police unit that specializes in metacrimes arrives and starts investigating the case. Without doubt, things are about to get much worse for Alan and Agatha. Enjoy the first issue of this non-stop title, followed by the entire story collected soon after in one volume. Um, they're going to give you this single issue and then a whole volume. It's like they have a Mezco five points, the Crow Deluxe figure set, which is pretty cool. You get a couple figures in there from Mezco toys. 
And then I am going to stop it there and we will get back with more goodies sometime soon.